What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. This is your boy, Hop. We have Dave, Garrett, and the very sad Colin Graves, who is a little butthurt about his loss, and we'll hear a little bit more about that in a bit. What's up? Hello. How's it going? So we'll we'll jump right into the the matchups and see what everyone thought. Colin, what do you want to start? So we'll start with uh, Kurt versus Garrett here. Another tough loss for Kurt, but he's still putting up the points. And, I mean, he's the clear leader out of the bottom seven in points four. So everybody who's hoping for that last playoff spot should really be hoping that Kurt makes it up into the top five. So I don't think he really has to worry. Uh, I mean, he really got let down by his receivers, but his running backs are real solid. Just couldn't really do anything about Garrett's multifaceted attack, even with some negative points from Jacksonville, still putting up a top score. Um, David, what do you think about Garrett's team going forward, potentially without James Conner now? Um, I think he still has a solid team. Uh, if you get on the line, the only person with a bad week this week was John Brown. Um, and he's primed to bounce back. He's been their top receiver every year. That and Jacksonville D, I don't see that continuing. Um, strong week out of Tariq Cohen on his bench, um, as well as Marquise Goodwin coming back. So I think if he starts Saquon Barkley, um, and Tevin Coleman maybe week to week. Uh, maybe you swap in Tariq Cohen depending on how that game script continues. I think Garrett should be all right. The rest of his roster is just too strong. Yeah, uh, Garrett, do you have anything to add there? Yeah, I think I said a couple times, I'd recommend Kurt putting in Crabtree. He's just a little more consistent than Davis and Stills have been, even though they might not have the same ceiling. And then on my side, the only thing I'll say is you guys fucked with me last week about picking up Marlon Mack, and he's actually pretty good, so fuck you. <laughs> ten points. Yeah, 10.3 yeah. points. Nice job, bud. Yeah, how'd, wow. that, small, how'd, that, how'd that 18 dollar bid on Smallwood go for you, Dave? Uh, didn't whole, need him. Six? I didn't uh, need him. You don't that's need. not a good. That's not a good way to defend spending seventeen dollars. <laughs> I, I, I don't need. Yeah, dude, spend need him. Just fucking tossing doors right, out there. Next, dog. next topic. <laughs> Garrett, right, your bench is ridiculous. I know. Garrett's dude, bench. Twenty-three, thirteen, twenty-nine, sixteen. It's crazy. Marquise Goodwin's back. He's I, the only reason he wasn't playing well is because he wasn't fast because he was hobbled by his leg. And when this guy's, you know, got his speed to him. He's a speedster, and he's got good hands, not a great route runner. So when he's 100%, he's lethal. Yeah, the completely unbiased take coming from David there. All right, hop in any further comments? No. No, I mean, you just said about the bench. Garrett's right. bench could have beaten any team out there. I know. It's sad. All right, let's move on to uh, James versus Hop here. Tight matchup, another win for Hop with a small point differential here, but I mean, pretty solid score, so you can't really say anything about that. James's team is just, I mean, the Geronimo Allison injury really kind of screwed him there because Valdez Scantling got 16 in his absence, which could have pushed him right over the edge. Um, you know, uh, Mahomes went back to doing what he does. Gronk is really the main concern here on this side. Um, and then Hop, he finally got a decent week out of Russell Wilson. Thielen and Gurley are fucking ridiculous. I mean, we can't say anything more about them. Robinson kind of came back to form. Chester Rogers filling out. So, um, I mean, uh, well-deserved win for Hop here. Uh, Garrett, you've been talking about Gronk a lot lately. What do you, what do you think about him going forward, um, just based on what we've seen the rest of the season? 
It's tough. I mean, he had the most favorable matchup in the league last week against Kansas City in a shootout in New England. And it wasn't that he wasn't part of the game plan, but they definitely did use him to drop back and pass block a little bit more than usual. Came up with some clutch catches, but I don't think he's going to see the same target share that we've expected of him in recent years. I mean, he, they almost tried to trade him this past offseason, so it could be just preparing for life without him. Yeah, definitely. Um, David, do you have anything to add on either side? Yeah, just on James' side, I think he kind of summed it up in the group me for himself. Um, I think his team has been pretty consistent over the whole season, but just, I mean, doesn't have that firepower to push him over the edge. I think he lost that in large part um, by trading away digs. So it's tough to see because James is putting up solid weeks, but just not enough to put him over the edge. Yep, true. All right, Hop, uh, you can talk about how good your team is. And by your team, I mean Thielen and Gurley. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's my number one and number two pick. But I honestly was scared going into Monday night when I was up by maybe like 15 points or something, and he had um, Geronimo Allison still to go, and there was a really good shot that he beat me. Um, and then I got really lucky that that he ended up being out um, and, he had, and James was forced to put in this guy, St. Brown. So uh, I got a little lucky there. But you touched on that yeah. already. Um, yeah, I will definitely. also say that everyone needs to watch out for Josh Gordon. This guy got, like, I was watching that game, and they were just force-feeding him the ball. So I'm really excited about that going forward. He only put up 9.2, but uh, it, it felt bigger than that. Really? Yeah, I know, but Belichick talked about expanding his role going forward. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, and then Baltimore, it's tough to see James go down with that 11-sack game out of Baltimore. I mean, you really would hope that's kind of what pushes you to, to the win there. Uh, that's rough. Yeah, it looks like Baltimore D is his biggest upside player right now. Yeah. I, think my, I, know. I think McCoy could actually have a little bit more value going forward without Allen there now. He's pretty much – I mean, it's a terrible offense, and he's not going to have a high ceiling, but he's going to have crazy volume going forward. I agree, but, I mean, where do you – fit him in the team, right? Like, if he didn't what? have Marshawn, he could play the RB2. Marshawn's on bye this week. <laughs> oh, well, okay, you fit, gotcha. Yeah, to your point, you fit him in where Marshawn is, and you get Stefan Diggs back, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, well, we'll move on on that note. Um, next, we got Jake versus Jay here. Uh, Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things. I mean, me and Garrett were talking about it. If Mike McCarthy wasn't the coach there, he could be having 45-point games every week. Um, the play calling there has just been terrible, um, and it's really tough to see Jared Goff on the other side with such a low-scoring game there. He was, you know, a lot of uh, analysts kind of pick for a sneaky upside play this yeah, week. What happened there? Um, I, you know, who knows? It was just kind of a back-and-forth game. Gurley kind of took over, and, uh, you know, people make comments about the altitude, which, you know, you can't proof but there's a lot of data that playing at Denver is pretty tough for anybody who doesn't do it often um, but you know Jake's receivers did exactly what he needed him to do with almost identical scores there and he got just enough out of his running backs kind of what we've been saying all along with him and Andrew's team having that similar uh, layout like that um, zero points out of the kicker there but he didn't really need too much to pass Jay this week uh, Devonte Adams is clearly Jay's best player, but outside of him, he's been having some real inconsistency issues. Um, so 
Hop, do you think going forward, Jake's team, we can expect to see him stay up in the top three? I mean, his schedule for the next five weeks, he's got you, so that's an easy win. But then he's got Garrett, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Garrett, David, Joe, and Manny, who are all pretty solid teams. Um, So what do you think going forward? Do you think he's going to kind of stay up there, or do you think he'll have some tougher matchups ahead? Yeah, I think think Jake's team is solid. He's got, like, good depth. Every one of his positions is – like a good player. He's got no real weak spot. I mean, all his receivers are good. I love James White. I put in a trade for him, but with Josh Gordon, but sucks for you, Jake. I still have Josh <laughs> Gordon. You didn't take the trade, and now I've got the best player in the league. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just um, pick up Cam Meredith and do a swap, man. <laughs> oh, now we're talking. Oh, God. Yeah, it sucks okay. for Jake that he didn't get that trade, unfortunately for him. Dude, James uh, White's been better all year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely a, an upside play for, for Gordon. <laughs> all right, I'm just going to take over. All right, over David, there. yeah, David, take over, please. Um, yeah, Jake's team looks really solid. I think, honestly, this was a low game out of Kittle. I've been praising him all year, but I think he really is a bright point in that offense. Um, the one weak point is his flex. Uh, this guy, Mike Davis, is in a backfield where you just have no clue what's going on on a week to week basis back there and who's going to take over the carry of or the share of carries. Um, and outside of him, he just like, he doesn't really have a backup flex player. Like there's no one on his bench. I'd put in there. Albert Wilson, maybe Jordy Nelson, probably not. Um, I don't even know who this Jay Reynolds on the the Rams is. I imagine it was probably a (laughs) fill in when the other two went down, but if Le'Veon Bell comes back and plays a good part in that offense, um, then he'll have, a great flex and a great team, but it's looking like Le'Veon hasn't talked to the team and might not report. And beyond that, I think Jake has the weakest bench in the league. Um, so he's going to have a tough time when people go on buys. But that being said, if everybody's healthy, he has a great team. One of the best. Yeah. Uh, the, actually the most updated note on Le'Veon is a writer out of Miami saying that he's going to report on Monday, oh. but they also said that well, last week and, um, I mean, that could just be another false report, but that's the latest note on him on Yahoo. Gotcha. No, that, um, that was actually proven false. That blogger just updated a picture that was taken in April with Le'Veon. Posted. <laughs> so that, yeah, this, this one just now, just now that being said, anyways, like going back to the point I made while Jake's team is awesome. If nobody's on by, as soon as one player goes on by, he just doesn't really have a bench filling. That's true. Yeah. So that's my take, yeah. but solid player Oops. still. Fair point. Garrett, do you have anything to add? Uh, not really. Like I said, Jake's team is really good. Someone gave him an RB1 for nothing, so he's pretty much got no holes. Uh, looking at Jay's team, though, he wants to... Oh, someone? Someone. <laughs> I just caught that, you fucking asshole. Jay once described to me that his receivers are the safest in the league. And <laughs> Jarvis Landry... Jarvis Landry, double-digit catches every week. He did. What the fuck happened to Jay's team this week? It's well, like a... well, he's literally never played a serviceable running back. He told me that Yeldon was going to be a top five play this week. And he just I, I was in his camp. I, I mean, nobody saw the 40-7 to 7 route by Dallas no. coming. But yeah. I didn't said... see it. I didn't see it, but I did say that Dallas' defense is better than people give him credit for. Fair. Uh, I do remember you calling that because I mentioned Sean Lee being out. But he seems to always pick the wrong Baltimore running back and his – Wide receivers, when Cooks doesn't go off, it doesn't look great. And obviously you can't predict the golf thing, but it's a rough week for Jay. 
I think yeah. I forgot it was Sunday. Yep. That's a tough one. All right. Uh, we can move on then to Joe versus Andrew. Nobody really saw this one coming. I mean, I would have fucking beat Andrew this week, which is ridiculous. But anyways, um, <laughs> Joe, I mean, Tyreek Hill doing what he's going to do. Not that Joe really needed that kind of game out of him, but uh, we've seen Tyreek kind of bounce back to form now after having a few down weeks, quote unquote. Calvin Ridley is going to be, you know, an interesting piece because outside of Joe's big blow up players he does have some pretty weaker names in there so that'll be interesting for him going forward but I mean just kind of one of those weeks we expect to see out of Joe every now and then Andrew really hurt by the you know Cooper getting knocked out but he could have also put up that score if he played the whole game but really the big point I think here is uh Carlos Hyde you know the last two weeks when he hasn't scored a touchdown he's been pretty useless um what do you think going forward of Carlos Hyde Garrett uh, well, I hope that they start getting my man Chubb some more carries, but I think in reality it's just like not a great running team. They don't figure to see a lot of big leads. Uh, I think Hyde keeps the job for the majority of the season, though. Yeah, and so David, do you think we're like finally seeing Andrew's team kind of regress a bit, or is this just the product of the Saints being on bye and his injuries and stuff? Um, it's tough to say. I think it's definitely the bye is a huge one. Like once he gets back. You know, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, Mark Ingram, like that's huge. Uh, that being said, he's this week he might take another loss because he's playing a stout Baltimore defense for all those guys. But moving forward, I don't see it being too much of a problem. Um, once he gets those three guys back, he should be fine. But we did talk about this with Amari Cooper. I think it was on last week's podcast where, like you said, even if he does play, he might put up duds like this. Yeah. Definitely hop. Do you have anything to add on either side? Um, I, I just want to second that about the Saints. I think that that's why Andrew's team was so good. So it was just because the Saints were on by. We knew he was going to lose this week no matter what because of that. But right. he, also has, he also has T.Y. Hilton down there, which we've kind of forgotten about the yeah. last couple of weeks, Yeah, uh, which is just another ridiculous addition to that team. Joe got lucky as shit with the Duke Johnson Jr. Like, are you kidding me? That guy hasn't done anything all year, and then he – Freaking quintuples the amount of points that his running back mate Hyde got. That that will literally never happen again. That was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, making Joe look like a genius. Yep. All right, we'll move on to Manny versus George. Uh, Manny, a little bit of a tough week up top with Odell and Deshaun Watson, but he still put up some pretty serviceable scores. Alshon Jeffrey kind of carried him through that shitty uh, Giants performance. Uh, huge game out of the kicker and the D there. Um, just you know, a really another solid performance all around like we've seen from him. Joe, or not Joe, sorry, George, uh, don't really know what else to say about his team that we haven't been saying. I mean, it's just people failing to produce all around. Um, Crowell came back down to earth. Carson did nothing with what we expected him to do. Uh, I mean, Graham finally getting a pretty big game in there, but outside of that, it's just a lot of really tough, uh, tough scores to look at here. Uh, so, Hop, do you think George's team is worse than mine? <laughs> yeah, actually. George's team is so bad. Like, I'm looking at this thing. Like, oh, my God. But, I mean, it's kind of sad because, like, I thought Keenan Allen was going to be really good. I don't know what happened to him. I mean, he's doing okay, but, like, come on. That's supposed to be really good. Yeah, this is, this is sad, though. Isaiah Crowell and Chris Carson are his running backs. Come on. Yeah, I want to point out that I think everyone on last week's podcast told him to start Lamar Miller, and he did not, and he outperformed every or both of his running backs. 
yeah, with a real solid nine point one down there. <laughs> well, better <laughs> than Neil, guys. this week. Yeah, I actually do think your team week. is better than his. Uh, I know it's sad. My points, my points against are just ridiculous. But uh, all right, Garrett, do you have anything to add on either either side here? I'm actually going to disagree and say that George's team and Collins are about the same, but maybe it's <laughs> slightly better for George because only because Laren Fournette is coming back at some point. Uh, Freeman's not coming back. He Howard. still hasn't traded for Yeldon though. I've told him this right. every week, and he's had multiple. I got Edo Smith, dude. Yeah, but Howard hasn't done much. I don't know, but yeah, George's—they're both bad. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks for clarifying. That's George needs to make a move. Like he lost Fournette, his number one running back. He needs to win now. He needs to somehow trade him for someone that's going to get him a win like this week. But he's just going to keep him yeah. and keep losing until he gets back, and then Phil might lose. <laughs> yeah, at least yeah. I'm making moves. Yeah, he needs to do <laughs> David, you have anything to add? No, that's it. No, that's it. All right. Oh, it's time. It's time to move on to the the final matchup. We got me versus David. <laughs> we uh, we all we all saw what happened here. Uh, I don't I don't need to walk through it too much. Um, you know I'm not a particularly religious man myself. But talking to three men who da- talking to three men who dabble in the sport, I have to ask you guys: Why does your God hate me? <laughs> hey, it's their God. It's not my God. <laughs> Gary, I thought you were a Catholic. They're Jews. Everybody has a God. Why do they all hate me? I don't know. I mean, man, I don't even want to like give you any shit because I feel so bad. Yeah, I well, mean, I don't know. In, 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 in full disclosure, my worst, most regrettable move of the week was that I had Seattle D playing, and then because I had them in two other leagues and wanted to diversify. I grabbed Dallas, which in most circumstances wasn't uh, a huge deal, but uh, with the five-point differential there, uh, I'm tying the noose up right now. So, oh, so your most regrettable was... move wasn't trading me, Coleman? My most regrettable move well, was, was ever no being your friend, that. you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, how, how do they say he's coming back and then go, oh, well, he's got a little bruise in his foot. You know what? He's going on IR. Yeah, like, that's nuts. They didn't like. It's not like he re-aggravated it since then. It was literally like, all right, he's probable. Oh, just kidding. We put him on IR. That being said, I actually think that um, Ito Smith could end up being a better play than uh, than Tevin Coleman moving forward. Like Tevin Coleman's just been awful this year. He hasn't been ripping out runs or taking catches and breaking tackles and shifting around like we've seen in past years. I don't know. He's he's been pretty shitty. Yeah, it's kind of like a Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman situation. There's not a lot of work for either, but you know, seems to be the goal line back, and then Tevin Coleman's coming in between the twenties and for passing. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, yeah, it was just a type of week where we were competing for the bigger, biggest turd, and your turd was slightly bigger. Um, yeah, but yeah, not much else to say. I don't think I. I don't know what I'm going to do with my kicker situation because that was disappointing, and then. Rams D has been surprisingly shitty over the last three weeks. Not like in real football because they're winning every week, uh, but in fantasy terms, we'll see how that plays out. Man, I thought that Demarius Thomas touchdown, that was like a 10-point swing between your D and him. I, I thought that was the sign I thought that, was that the week too. was coming. Good thing I didn't start Alfred Morris. He got one snap and no touches, and he's now droppable, so... 
Yeah. Oof, man, it was it was a rough one. Yeah. Colin, how hard are you tilting right now? Are you are you thinking there's no shot for you making the playoffs, or you still have hope, or what's your mindset right now? Um, I mean, people make the playoffs at seven and six, but do I expect to win out with this fucking turd sandwich? Not really. <laughs> looking at the uh, looking at the points for here. I mean. Like I said, Kurt. If Kurt doesn't make the top five, he's he's gonna most likely win the the playoff spot there. So that's not looking good. But provided that he doesn't, the next top scorer right now is Manny, and he is ninety nine points ahead of me. I mean, so with fucking what seven more weeks left, it's it's doable. But I don't expect it. You know, you'd have to win all of them. Well, I mean, I, I'd have to just put up huge scores, even if I if I lose. You know, to get the right. If I if I win out and go seven and six, I could squeak in somehow. Or if I make the points for it, but I'd need to cover a hundred points of ground over seven weeks, at, in the best case scenario, mm-hmm. as it's looking right now. So no, I don't. I don't expect to win or to make it. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why I'm a little uh, bummed. My season's already pretty much over. So <laughs> waited all year for it, but you play the spoiler. You, you can play the spoiler role. Just. Dish people losses down the road and ruin their chances. Also, oh, the, the toilet—that's what I waited too. all year for, Garrett. Toilet bowl, yeah, that's true. Oh, the fifty dollars that I didn't pay anybody because <laughs> I run the goddamn league. <laughs> it's yeah, satisfaction, thanks, though. That, satisfaction for what? Being the biggest shit? No, yeah. being the that's less, lar- the least large shit. The least oh. large. Jesus Christ! No, it's it, it's rough, man. But what are you gonna do? You guys got what you all wanted, clearly. You should just do side bets Ooh. on, not on the each same. other's matchups. It's not the same. Don't don't try to make it feel better, assholes. You got what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's yeah, uh, let's put right. this kid out of his misery. Move on. Yeah, I'm, here. I'm right. feeling bad now. It's time to go. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. See ya.